Are you looking for somewhere that passionately advocates freedom? Where commentators aren't afraid to tell the truth? If so, we might be the podcasters for you. I'm Andrew Elliott, I'm here with my brother Nick, and I'd like to welcome you to this special presentation of the Sounding Board podcast. If you like what you hear, please share this podcast with your friends and family, and rate us wherever you listen. You can also visit soundingboard.com to subscribe so you'll never miss an episode. Welcome to Sounding Board, the home of freedom in the UK. It's great to have you with us. The Canadian truckers at the moment. Yeah. Have you have you seen any violence from the protesters to the cops? Not a thing. Um, I, I mean, I, and I've watched an awful lot of videos. Yeah, me too. And I've seen plenty of violence the other way. Yes. But I was just thinking, because, um, you know, cast your mind back to the Black Lives Matter protests. Yeah. Um, and there's plenty of violence, um, you know, toward, and hostility towards the cops. Um, I've watched far more footage and the protests have been, I mean, they've been there for a couple of weeks or so now, so that it's a, like a far longer period of time as opposed to the odd kind of you know, single day, maybe two day riots of, of BLM. They've been, kind of, they've been there for they've been there for weeks. They've been they've set up like places where they've been feeding the homeless. They've been sweeping the snow away from monuments and stuff. And I haven't seen a single bit of violence. I've seen violence the other way where cops have been beating people up and spraying them and yeah. firing tear gas canisters Even and all the- sorts. But even the non-BLM protests of 2020 um, and some of in 2021, there were they would always find some footage of some thugs, um, you know, crashing barriers and you know goading the police or getting into proper scuffles with them, um, which was always magnified by the media as opposed to you know the minimising of anything BLM related. Um, but the point was, there was always some little edge, little fringe, whether they were, uh, you know, agent provocateur or, or whatever. It didn't really matter. Um, whereas I just don't see anything, not a, not a bit. Well, that's the thing, because even the even in the um, like you say, in some of the other protests, um, there were some, you know, there were some freedom protests, weren't there? You know, all, all around the world, we had some in London, some in, yeah. know, in other countries. There would often be thugs there that I wasn't sure were actual. Part of the they, process they at were all, just there to, just, just there to cause to yeah. cause trouble. There hasn't even been any of that, has there? Well, I'm going to point out again. Um, I think I said this to you in a, a couple of podcasts ago. Um, it's really cold. <laughs> yes, it is. Freeze. Maybe, maybe that's why the the the, the provocateurs haven't been. You well, know, and, and and by actual provocateurs, I'm talking about you know infiltrators. Yes, you know, yes from sure, the other side. Sure, but yes. those, I think, the, the people you were just describing that are just kind of there for a bit of a, a bit of a bit of what they consider to be fun. They're all sat at home inside in the warm. You know, riots happen in the summer. But it seems to be it seems to be too cold even for the official provocateurs to yeah. get up, to get up. Um, but they, they, they've been, they've you know I've seen some really awful things happen uh, you know like police choking people and kneeing so people repeatedly. The there's and that it, photograph and obviously all the reports of the the woman in a oh, in, the, in the walker. Have you seen the video? No, I've only seen the photograph of her knocked down and the the, the, the horses around her and all. This it, it's stuff. awful. Uh, the timing couldn't have been, in in one respect, the timing couldn't have been any better. Basically, she was being For interviewed. She was being interviewed at the time. So there's oh, some, really? some. She was being videoed. Um, there was a camera being held up to her, and she was saying she was like she was like, like an indigenous Canadian. She was saying, uh, "I'm not a trucker, obviously." I'm yeah. here because I want my children and my grandchildren to be free, and we're currently not a free country. And then, like ten seconds later, knocked over by a horse. Literally after just saying, "We're you know, I'm, I'm here to I'm here to you know to fight did, for my, did you see my the family." Re- did you see the report given by the police of what happened? Oh, I saw I saw a couple of tweets by the Ottawa police. Yep. Um, and it was they were blaming someone else, weren't they, for for throwing a bike? At a horse, yeah, it's like mm. no one threw anything, and it was 
I think it was a mobility scooter. Is that? It was a, right? a, a walker a walk- on wheels. I think one right. of the, It's like lucky like, like a Zimmer frame that had like wheels on it, where you can kind of this is, lift, I couldn't quite make it lift out. the bottom end off and and kind of wheel along. Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But she's so, a, she's a little old lady. Yeah. Like, of course she's yep. got a you know. Of course she's got. Well, a but this I mean this mirrors the the attacks on little old ladies from Australia in recent months getting getting you know pepper sprayed while they're down. You know. I mean there's. I've I've seen I've seen videos of, of cops holding people down and then one cop is like Whacking kneeing them, them yes. and hitting them with, yep. with batons and yep. one where the, there's, there's a guy he's being held by two or three cops another another guy's choking him and you think even, even with all that the rest of the truckers are not no. piling in they're just no. being so reserved no and I, and a I've reasonable seen, person would struggle not to 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 wade in at that point I think totally it's, I've seen um, comparisons now on social media. Um, uh, to Tiananmen Square. Yes, uh, and I think that's I, I think that's quite apt. Well, I, yeah, I saw I saw a, uh, a meme which was, you know, the photograph of the guy in the tanks, and they've they've swapped the tanks out with blackface with, Trudeau. Um, oh, just about to steamroll him. The tank instead of the gun on the tank, it's a um, it's a syringe. Right. Stuff. So yeah, it's a few things like. I mean, it's like, look, I'm not saying. I'm not saying that the government have been out running people over in tanks yet. But they've been running over little old ladies with horses. With horses. They've been beating people to the ground. And these are the supposedly liberal... I don't even want to use the term, the D, the D word, <laughs> anymore. Because I just... I don't think... I think... I would like to almost say that this is a feature of democracy. Are you talking about... Yeah, yeah. so I, I don't mind using... Democracy, because I don't like it. No, but I mean, I, I want, I, yeah, no, I want to be very specific about saying I think this is a feature of democracy. Oh, whereas, yes, for sure. Whereas what people say um, is, oh, you know, I can't believe this happens in a democracy. No, this is exactly what you get in a democracy. So, can I, can I briefly talk about the um, uh, Majid Nawaz, Joe Rogan interview that um, has now finally been released after a few weeks? I'll just make one point about him. Sure. Um, I, haven't, I haven't listened. Yeah, I've, I haven't listened to the the, the, the first part. I'm very a, good so far. Yeah, I'm two thirds of the way through. Um, he's obviously very sound um, on uh, on all of this. Um, it's really interesting hearing about his background. But the key thing, and he he comes so close to making a moral, a proper moral stand on the things that matter. Um, you know, vaccine mandates and things like that. And he's there and he lays it all out. And he's like, if, you know, if you're going to, if we're going to live in a society, you know, if, if you want to change what we currently live in to a society with a government, and he, and he starts off by saying, you know, I'm really worried about what all the precedents of this set, but if the government can suddenly dictate what they can put in your body. And you think, oh, he's going to say, it, he's going to say, it, he's going to say. It. And then he says, then we should have a referendum. <laughs> Or oh. then we should then then there needs to be a democratic process. And, he, and you're thinking, just stop yourself for a second, and then just say, and so if you're, so if 51 percent of people decided that the government should forcibly inject you with things, you'd still be okay with it, would you? Well, I, okay. I find it bizarre. Yeah, I mean, let's 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 people still cling on. They cling on to democracy, and it's interesting for him because he was very anti-democracy. And you know, as because of his his background, um, he he's 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 very anti-establishment now. But there's this lofty ideal that even people who don't like government and government institutions just hold the notion of democracy still as some kind of fix for everything. Well, it's because they're they're binary thinkers, and they think that democracy is the only other option to totalitarianism. Yes, they when, think they're opposite ends, don't they? When they're at the same end, and the opposite end is freedom. Yeah, I was just just going back to the process. Do you, do you remember? I mean, that mostly mostly harmless was it, or mostly mostly peaceful? Mostly peaceful was the way they were described. Um, that was a BBC article, I think. It was about, it was used all over the place. No, no, but it was then. It, it, it then went from there, I think. Mm. But anyway, yeah, correct. Um, whereas this one is an illegal occupation. Uh, have you seen? Um, the, they're mainly U.S. Well, I mean, obviously, it's it's U.S. and Canada news really that are reporting on uh, on the truck spring. 
Um, I like calling it that. As well. I, I, you've called it that a few times yeah. in the last couple of podcasts. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, and and talk, even though it's even though it's non-violent, these are headlines. You know, even though it's non-violent, we need to look at um, at the at the the non-harmful elements or something. It's like they're doing everything they possibly. This is the media doing everything they possibly can to say. Oh, just because just because they're not doing bad things doesn't mean they're not doing bad things. It's this strange Schrodinger's protest thing going on where they just can't they can't possibly cope with the fact that it's peaceful and that there's bouncy castles and soup kitchens and you know people people dancing mm. and you know they've been nightlife they've cre- created this you know it, it <laughs> remember the um, what was the uh, we'll call it an occupation. Uh, the something zone. Yeah. Yes. I was thinking about. What was it yeah. called? The something. Or something autonomous, autonomous zone, wasn't it? zone. Where was Capitol where was Hill? That? It was Capitol Hill. It was, it was Capitol. It was in Seattle, wasn't it? It was Cap- Seattle. Capitol Hill autonomous, autonomous zone. zone. And within days, there were rapes and sexual assaults yes. and violence. Yeah. Um, you know, within they, days, they put up their own barriers mm-hmm. to stop people but getting that, in. But that, that wasn't an illegal occupation. No. Whereas this is, and this is just. But it just, it, in terms of the comparison, it reminded me of it reminded me of that. Only, you know, happy, <laughs> fun, and not dangerous. A place, a place you'd want to. How many, how many videos have you seen where you wanted to be there? Oh, I know. I yeah, know. like properly wanted to be there. Uh, have I'm what I'm. I've, I've been disappointed in the UK in a, in a number of ways. I've been disappointed in the UK people, and I'm, I'm not saying that, that there haven't been large you know marches and protests through through london and through other cities in the uk but again when the weather's been good okay when you can get your t-shirts out um if there was something similar to that in london i would be there mm. well one thing i've noticed as well and obviously there are there are understandably angry people there um mm. but a lot of them just seem happy because they they kind of they know they're doing the right thing and they're on the they're on the right side, and they're telling the truth. Yeah, and they you know they, they know they're on the right side of history. Well, when they're freezing the bank accounts, not just of the people involved, but the people who might have donated twenty dollars mm. to to those people, retrospectively making that illegal. Yes, it's yes. not like if you do this, we will in the future freeze your bank account. It's oh, we've we've noticed you've done this a couple of weeks ago. We don't like it now. Yep. Therefore, retrospectively, you're a criminal, and your bank account's frozen. Yep. Um, directing uh, a hacker that has worked for governments of the West to break into Give, Send, Go and to take the details in order to be able to direct financial institutions. Well, I wanted to talk about that. So there was, have you seen Trudeau's, uh, well, one of his one of his latest speeches about the new tools that he's, 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 uh, he's giving the authorities? So this is about the emergency powers? Uh, yeah, about the, the, emergency, the Emergency Powers Act or whatever it's called. Um, and he's... I mean, for a start, I mean, he, he's so wet. I know I talked about him being wet last time, but he's he seems to be getting worse. And he's had, he's got a proper Karen haircut now as well. He's just, I, do you know, I he noticed just looks, that. he just looks more feminine every 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 single time I, I see him. Um, see, this is really interesting because I thought the same thing, but it's not. He at one point he really he really grew his hair, it's but not it didn't that. look it's feminine, no, did it? No, no. Now he's almost got that. He's got the Karen haircut. Do you, do you think? Do you think in the future he's going to come out as Justine Trudeau? Would that be outside the realms of possibility? You heard it. You heard it here first. <laughs> Justine. He won't, he won't. He won't. Okay. He won't just do that. He'll come out as like non-binary. He'll be a they/them or something first, and then, as you say, wouldn't surprise um, me. His uh, his putative father allegedly um, would be spinning in his grave. Mm. Um, but it's, I mean, the, the new tools. Uh, Is that ki- what he called them, tools? Yes, new, new tools, because they all use spin. Um, kidnap and theft, basically, isn't it? It's like we can, we're going to... Killing your pets, yes. kidnapping your children. Yep, kidnapping taking you, you taking you and putting you in, a, putting you in jail yep. and stealing your cash. In, in that respect, he is Castrudo. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> um, but it, yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. And the, so have you... One thing I was, and I, I don't know whether this will happen or not, but do you think at some point, let's say it carries on for a long period of time, 
it wouldn't surprise me if they, and they might have to roll back on this, but it wouldn't surprise me if they tried to take away people's voting rights at some point. Right. Well, so, I mean, even the the vote that was supposed to happen to enable the Emergencies Act has been delayed. Mm. <laughs> so they haven't even, they haven't even met you know, the, the, the Canadian Parliament or whatever uh, to vote it. There have been hints at the um, the suspension. It would it would it would only ever be suspension, wouldn't it? Yeah, it'd be a, probably be a permanent suspension, though. <laughs> exactly. Um, it's, 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 yeah, there's nothing so temporary as a permanent permanent as a temporary government program. Exactly. Uh, and that was another thing. Imagine what else talked about, wasn't it? The um, the powers that Egypt um, had were temporary after the assassination of Sadat in like 81 or whatever and like 20 years later they're still being okay go, go, go back further than that America being taken off the gold standard in 71 or 72 that was temporary in- income tax yes of course <laughs> I mean income tax is my favorite yeah my favorite temporary measure how long has that been a hundred years well, it's over over that now isn't yeah it? I'm just rounding yeah, yeah. Um, yeah it's another age mm. another age so um when um, when in 2020, certainly in the UK, certain elections, it was, yeah, there's always local elections in May and stuff, and that was all suspended. Sadiq Khan got another year in office or whatever it whatever it was. Um, that I remember pointing at and going, "Well, yeah, your precious democracy doesn't doesn't matter now, does it?" Um, I I was waiting for the unvaccinated in various countries to be denied the vote. Sure, and I mean we can come on to narrative unraveling. Maybe I've got a I've got a list of things that are kind of happened in the last week now. Um, but no, the short answer is it wouldn't surprise me in the slightest. It wouldn't mm. surprise me in Canada, other than um, the, the the regions of Canada are withdrawing restrictions. Now I don't know enough about the. You know, how federal a system they have. I don't know what powers that the the federal government has versus the um, the individual regions. Um, but you know, Doug Ford um, of Ontario, and there there have been others have, have, have come out, and <laughs> there have been others that come. Out, I haven't got the names, but I've seen various Canadian. Are they are they governors or well, they just called premiers or you know whatever they call them. Um, one you know, Saskatchewan or whatever will say, right, that's it, we're withdrawing restrictions. And then like some neighbouring one will say, oh, we're not like them, we're not going to do that. And then like literally two days later are out there going, what, we're withdrawing our restrictions? Like you, two days ago, two days ago you were saying, we're not going to do what these guys say. It, again, what I like to say, they got their marching orders. Yeah, it, These little instances to me show that these are the people who are not in power. If If they fly with the wind like that, then that's them getting instruction. But Doug Ford, his little, I think it was a, a press conference or something, he was being asked questions. Um, but just a two minute speech, I posted it on um, our Telegram uh, channel um, for people to comment on. He, he was using phrase, I mean, one phrase is, we've got to learn to live with the virus. I mean, that's a, that's a fairly common, I've been, you must have I've been, been hearing that for, for a learn, year. Learn to live, yeah. Um, but he's also talking about, yeah, he goes into detail about how you don't know whether the person next to you getting a coffee is vaccinated or not. And it doesn't matter. You can, you can, he says, you can have 10 jabs and you can still get COVID. Um, but he said that, you know, the, peop- the, the people who don't get a vaccine, that's their choice. That's, that's his words. And at the end of it, he's saying, we're, we're done with it. And he said, we're done with it. The world's done with it. I mean, that... That's quite the turnaround. That's not like Boris Johnson today in the UK announcing the end of restrictions while also saying the pandemic isn't over and haven't the vaccines been a success and, and all of that. But so I think just, just in terms of the, the, the abandoning of the narrative, that, that to me is what it felt like Doug Ford of Ontario was doing. But that's happening in a part of Canada at the same time as the Prime Minister of Canada is doing the greatest crackdown on civilians ever because of the things that these guys are withdrawing from their regions so i mean i guess one one theory is that they're experimenting and they're seeing what works potentially 
Well, I mean, you can make that argument about countries yes, across the globe. Sure. I mean, so I, I, I thought. I mean, obviously, and, and this is one of this is one of the, you know, the kind of the cock up versus conspiracy yep. um, theories. And people like Toby Young will say, "Oh, yes, but all different countries are doing different things, so it can't be a conspiracy." It's like, well, different countries have different cultures, different, yes, you know, different populations. Um, the best way of waging war against the people is for the local governments who know their people to, to engage against them in the way that they know will work. Precisely. Um, but I'm, I'm wondering if this, if they're, if they're not quite sure whether to, to go, you know, to push really hard or whether it's time and they've, and they've lost, so we need to kind of roll back a bit. So in the same country, we're... But even within the same country, I, that is... I don't, I don't know. I, I suppose my point is, doesn't it undermine Trudeau every time a governor... Yes, of a major state. Which is great. Agreed, agreed. But it it does, doesn't it? it? Just just going back to this, you know, they're all being you know controlled by this kind of puppeteer. Um, have it's you? It's not one person. Have the you, vice wielders. The vice wielders. Have you seen that clip about uh, or the video um, from the Canadian Parliament? Which one? The one where the, oh, where the, the politician the mentions tries to ask a question and then gets completely cut off. Yes, asking a question about the World Economic Forum. Yeah, because he mentions the video in which Klaus Schwab is bragging, saying having we, over half the cabinet of Canada. Yes, or and, and it reminds me. There's a, I think it's in Thunderball where there's a meeting of Spectre, and they're talking about they have people in governments all around the world, right? <laughs> yeah. And the guy's like stroking his cat. And, it's ju- you know it's just like that, and then to this obviously this video has gone viral. Not a parody. And no, <laughs> and uh, the guy is asked a question. Uh, they're, they're, they're not allowed in. They've made it difficult for them anyway because they've, they've, they've stopped them going into parts. So they have to like basically dial in on a Zoom call. Right. Um, he's asked a question, and. He's just been cut off and said, uh, "I think I think the honourable member is trying to ask a valid question, but the sound quality is too awful, oh, so we're moving blaming on." Blaming the sound, quality. and the, the sound quality was perfect. Yeah, um, just cut off. Right, that was like. Do you remember the WHO ages ago? Um, uh, the, the getting interviewed and being asked about Taiwan, and then uh, and then and yes, then blaming exactly the same things. Oh, I think I think I think it's breaking up. It's breaking up now. Because I can't because pos- I'm so in the pockets of China that I can't possibly comment on Taiwan because you know one China and all that. Yeah, but my my point about this is how can you listen to that and still believe there's not an element of conspiracy? <laughs> yes. How can and this this is this is one of the reasons I've got to, I, I, I've been a bit disappointed with uh, the London Calling podcast recently um, because not only is, is Toby Young just refusing um, to acknowledge any of this. Um, they've just been arguing. I'm going to listen to it again. I mean, the, the latest episode sounded like they were kind of recording on their on their mobile phones. It was oh, awful really? sound quality. Um, but then they were they were mentioning this, or they, they were kind of you know it was a whole kind of cock up versus conspiracy again. And James was mentioning saying, look, they're all in the pocket of the WEF. Um, and Toby just says, "Well, yeah, that nah, doesn't mean it. Just because they, they go on a jolly every year or so, it doesn't doesn't mean a thing." But I I wanted James to say, "Look, look at this video. I'll play you the sound clip of this video. How can you listen to that and say that there's not a conspiracy going on?" Yeah. And the one thing that I, another thing that Toby Didn't he use words like penetrated or something. We've penetrated the governments of. It, it was the, even the language used. <laughs> Um, but one of one of um, one of the things that um, uh, Toby Young and, and he's not the only one, and I, I love Toby Young for other things. You know, he's yeah. great on freedom of speech and, and other things. And, and lockdown skeptics has been a you know positive force. Yeah. Um, but he's one of the, one of his arguments is well, yeah, but it, it's um, you know we're rolling back restrictions, um, therefore it can't be a conspiracy. So, but the, the people who are shouting about cockups can't possibly entertain the idea that the conspiracy has been partially cocked up that they've perhaps gone too far <laughs> applying well right, like, let's, I'll let's remind apl- you to what, what, what when you asked me and I said is there any reason why it can't be both <laughs> I mean this was, this was months years sure. ago probably now um, to, to me it, you can't you can't possibly ascribe only one side oh sure to these things, and oh no, I've just become some kind of a centrist. <laughs> I'm, I'm finding the uh, the uh, 
the happy medium between those. Yeah, uh, you're trying the, to the nuanced, trying to be nuanced and sophisticated. Shit. Um, but can you can you see what I'm saying though? The, the, you know, just conspiracy because, centrist does that work? Well, who said that these conspiracy theories had to work? Yeah. Oh, it, there's been massive pushback. Mm. Massive pushback. This is the the fact that they're not able to push forward in the way that we've been saying, like you know, establishing vaccine passports and a social credit system. Yet, you know, is because of the pushback. Mm. But well, to anyone who says, "Oh, well, look, clearly, clearly." Clearly, it's not a, a conspiracy, or, or you know, oh, you guys all thought we were going to end up in the gulag and yada yada yada. It's like, look at New Zealand, look at Australia, look at Ottawa mm. right now, and 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 tell me that everything's fine. Just just because some countries and we happen to be in one are in quotes rolling back the restrictions. Should we just point out that we're rolling back the restrictions again? Remember when it was cautious yet irreversible the daily mail today has um uh, refers to freedom day well i thought freedom day was somewhere in the middle of 2021 let alone the fact that the language that boris johnson used today talking about personal responsibility was exactly the same language that he used in 2020 when they were relaxing restrictions, then the first yeah, time. Yeah, and he said a year, a year in, in a year's time will be cheek to jowl. Cheek by jowl. Yes. Um. So, forgive me for thinking that this current withdrawal of restrictions will only be temporary. And the only reason we're getting any anything like this is because of you know people shouting about it. Yes. It's pe- and people, more people, people making a are. fuss. And that's that's an important thing, I think, isn't it? There's there's a lot more of it happening now. Yeah, for sure. I, I just wanted I, one other thing I'd, I'd notice as well. Do you, so um, with the uh, the AIDS crisis crisis in back in the eighties, you know, kind of eighties and nineties, when, when kind of AIDS was, was was coming in. So they yeah, I mean, this, this was very much our entire childhood. The, yeah, the, dan- of the danger, the biological danger throughout our childhood. Was AIDS? Well, they tr- they really tried to get everybody worried about it, didn't yeah. they? Um, but it turned out that heterosexual sex was far less dangerous. N- not not without its risks, um, but then people weren't quite as worried. Yeah. But it, it I kind of see a There's parallel. A parallel. With, <laughs> such a parallel. You know, well, COVID can affect everybody. It's like, well, well, not not really. And and another another thing I, I, I was was thinking was that imagine if in the eighties. That you had this, uh, so so, you know, obviously it was wear a condom yeah. was was like the, the number one thing yeah. you were you were told. I mean, I was yeah. told that at like eleven or something. Yeah. Ridiculous. Um, it was all about wear a condom. But imagine if they if the the mainstream media had said, no, 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 you need to steer steer clear of condoms. That's just you know, it's just conspiracy theory. They don't they don't work. They're ineffective. They are used by um, soldiers in the army to carry water. You know. <laughs> <laughs> and you need to be told to, to 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 not use these things. That's it's. You're making the parallel with ivermectin. I'm making the parallel with ivermectin. Yeah, so it would been, it would be that crazy. So there's been another ivermectin study in Malaysia. Have you heard about this? No. Although I did see, and uh, I think it was there was a British doctor who was being interviewed. I think on Australian TV about the Queen. <laughs> I saw that. And there's a and picture the, of a box of Stramectin. Yeah, it's, 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 which is ivermectin. Which is ivermectin. It's yeah, brand name for ivermectin. And he, he was specifically saying there are these new these, these drugs All that these have re- recently been approved that might go well to help the queen. Yep, ivermectin for the queen. Mm. Yeah. So there's been another study, um, but it's been um, it, it, it it's one that if you look at the data, <laughs> it shows that ivermectin stops you dying. And if you read the the actual report, then it's all about how you know at best it does nothing at all, or it's worse for you, or whatever. It's it's one of those studies. Okay, I've got some numbers here. For okay, you. okay, and you, you've got to remember this. Even the context of these numbers is important, right? Because it's about it was about giving it to people who were already in hospital. Okay, so you. you and they knew they were getting it. This wasn't blind or anything like that. So there's all sorts of biases that could have crept in here. Um, but of those that contracted COVID-19, 
um, in, in hospital, or rather of those that got severe COVID-19. 51 were on, in the ivermectin group. This is severe COVID-19. Only 43 in the control group. So you look at that and you go, oh, look at that. Look at that. More people who took ivermectin got severe COVID-19 than, than in the control group. Should we look at deaths? Deaths in the ivermectin group, three. Deaths in the control group, 10. Now, I don't know about you. I'd rather have severe COVID-19 and then survive than not. But when do they start giving it to them anyway? Exactly. And what dosage do they give them? So this is one of those classic ones. But what, what I found interesting about this one, um, it, was, it was even taken in by um, Alex Berenson. And he posted something out on his Substack saying, look at this. Come on. It's over. It's over, guys. All you, all you ivermectin lovers, it's over. Look at this. Da, 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 da. Here's the thing. Didn't go into the detail like I've just done for two seconds. Um, but just said, no, look, come on, you guys hate these, these studies, but they're, you know, it just doesn't work. And that's been his position for a long time. And he, this is where it's really interesting because he's very observant. He's, he's incredibly good at analysing all sorts of things and has been for decades in, on, on medical issues as a journalist. And yet he gets ivermectin so wrong. And it's like, I, I like, I kind of... I kind of like it when people like that cock up in a way because I like when people are too perfect it can be a, it can be a problem. This is his his thing unfortunately for some bizarre reason is is ivermectin. He just got taken in by this. You know, the the next day after this I read Dr. Pierre Corey's Substack and it's you know it's it's massive. It's this long and it's describing all of the things wrong with the study. Um, and, and, you know, and going into it and going, why would they do this? They haven't done that and this, 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 that and the other and all that. And it's like, just just spend a bit more time reading it. One other thing I want to mention is um, related to what you just said. Did you hear about the guy from SAGE? So this is the yes. scientific advisory yes. group for emergencies. Part of the SPY-M, so that's the modelling um, modeling one. Uh, Professor Mark Woolhouse has written a book. I mean, I've not heard of this guy. This isn't one of those guys that's been trotted out on the news every five minutes, has it? Um, but he's written a book, The Year the World Went Mad. <laughs> um, I, 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 don't, I don't particularly want to buy such a book from someone who was at the heart of getting it all wrong, but I welcome anyone who's willing to recant and to say that they, that they did get it wrong. Not... Not that we, not that people are getting it wrong now, that they got it wrong then. There's a whole cohort of apologists, isn't there, who now talk about how, well, of course we can relax through the restrictions. If the restrictions were brought in now, that would be absurd because Omicron and etc. And the vaccines. The, the latest thing is Omicron mild, vaccine amazing, therefore, of course, we can't have any restrictions. This guy is saying that they knew in February of 2020 that this thing wasn't indiscriminate. You, know, you were just talking there about how, you know, mm. the, risk, the risks of different groups. He's saying, we knew, we knew then, and yet people like Gove stood up and said, the virus doesn't care. Yeah, it, it, he didn't, what he didn't get quite right, right though, um, is that he said something, because he's been interviewed a couple of times as well, and he said something along the lines of, we knew we'd only be able to delay uh, and and you know so he he, oh, he still that's right. he still talks about lockdowns doing Working, something which they don't. Um, I I so I went back to I know you listened to one of our old podcasts the other day. Oh yeah, to try and find I've been trying to locate the first time we talk about vaccines. Right. Well, I was I was just going back to a really early one, and I think it was it possibly the first time we talked about it. Um, when some of the, I think some of the restrictions had either. I don't think we'd gone into lockdown yet, but some of the restrictions had just come in. Um, End of twenty twenty. You talking about? No, 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 no. This must have been like March twenty twenty. Right. You know, right, oh, right one, one, one of the really early ones. And um, uh, we were we were kind of talking about talking about like a, a bunch of different things. I mean, one of the, one of the things I got I got quite wrong uh, was I remember saying because I think it announced the money. Announced like a huge chunk of the chunk of the, uh, It might have been furlough, but they'd, they'd announced a huge chunk of the budget. And I remember saying, "Well, I'd ra- you know, it's it's it, I'd rather the government you know spend it on this helping people." <laughs> 
than, than do something catastrophic. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you read that a little bit wrong. Little, little did I know. But one, one, one of the things I did, um, uh, I, I did say is in, and I've talked about this on a number of podcasts. But there was a coronavirus hundred or so years ago. Yes. Now it was eighteen ninety seven. Because um, I, I did my research back in the day, but I'd obviously forgotten about it until until we were yeah. listening. But it was in 1897, and it was quite a bad coronavirus. Um, so it was like you know really affecting people, killed quite a lot of old and elderly and vulnerable people. Um, Not indiscriminate then. <laughs> <laughs> no, but with with by 1899, it had morphed into the most common of the common colds. Yes. Two years. Yes. What's happened this time around? Yes. We've had a coronavirus. And then we've had masks, we've had restrictions, we've had hand washing, we've had social distancing, we've had supposedly vaccines. Um, still two years, it's a common cold. Yeah. So it, we've done nothing, absolutely nothing. It, it started off with an infection fatality rate similar to the flu. Hmm. Started off there. And yet Boris today is talking about how we need to treat it like you know. We we need to treat people with the same responsibility that they have. You know, we 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 encourage people to be considerate when they have the flu. Two years later, when it's no longer as dangerous as the flu, these these are the things I find I find fascinating. But no, you're absolutely right. It, in two years, well, in fact, and this again, I love Alex Berenson. Virus gonna virus is is one of his phrases. <laughs> And he's been saying that again since well, you know, well into 2020. Virus going to virus. Um, uh, th- this is this is just what they do. Now I'm I'm still a little suspicious about the Omicron variant and whether or not it um, is <laughs> whether it is any more natural <laughs> uh, an evolutionary leap um, as as SARS-CoV-2 itself. Um, I'm. I'm just so suspicious of everything. Now. Have you heard? Have you heard Bill Gates talk about it? I did watch a couple of things with Bill Gates. Now, Sad, he sadly, it, oh, <laughs> yeah. he, what he described it as a vaccine. Yeah. Now I've said this before about them normalising it. Putin talked about it being a vaccine. Um, and it's very unfortunate that we've got this mild version that that doesn't do anything and provides you immunity. Very, very sad. Within within two years. Mm. What's this notion? I mean, other than. Um, we, I mean, we we do tend to paint a fairly bleak picture when when we talk about what's going to happen next. <laughs> and before Christmas, I remember saying, "Well, look, if they if they want their numbers, they'll get them whichever way they want. They'll do this, they'll do that, they'll do whatever. And if if the numbers go up, they'll blame this. If the numbers go down, they'll blame that. They, they'll always have they'll always have a counterfactual." Um, I think the pushback has been so much that they realise. That if they if they if they carry on, it's never going to work because they're going to have yes. mass rioting protests all over the world, and they'll never be able to get their established new world order. So they're going to try it again in the future. But yet, they have tried that and are still trying that in a number of countries. Sure, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure, they, I'm sure they will. That's what I find. That's what I find interesting is that they haven't. They're not in lockstep. No, but but then c- countries. Cultures are not in lockstep. No. But the Canadians, really? That, I mean, look. We and know- it, also, it probably depends on the, the number of... So if you look at the, the, number of, uh, the number of countries that have lots of politicians that are associated with the World Economic Forum. Well, um, so Canada is a Canada, heavy concentration. Australia. Yes. I think New Zealand as well. Well, they're all the young leaders, or yes, whatever they of call course. them, aren't they? Yeah. Is, that, is that the right term? Um, so have you seen um, uh, Jacinda Ardern and what she's announced now? So I've not seen her for a while, so she's popped up again, announcing the withdrawal of restrictions. So, right, one of the things that's happened... If, you, if, you're, if you're vaccinated, you can now travel into the country, I think, can't you? That might be Australia, is it? Oh, it could that? be Australia. Oh, yeah, oh. no, it could be. It could be. They all look alike. It's one of those South China <laughs> areas. No, you know, I think you're probably right. Um, yeah, I, I get, I get, I get it mixed up. Um, but so there have been protests, a la the Trucker Spring, in Wellington for the last two or three weeks. Okay, so they've been again less reported, less yes, less media attention, even alternative media attention. But I'm aware of these other protests happening in in Australia and in New Zealand. Um, so. Jakinda Arden's been out there 
with her massive teeth, saying, um, we're going to start to unwind the restrictions, we'll do it on this date, etc., etc., etc. But don't for a minute think that we're doing this because of them, they're protesters, okay? We're doing this because it's going to affect thousands of lives and because we're doing it right and it's, it's the science, it's the science, okay? But we're not doing it because you told us to. She, she said that. Crazy. Yeah, it's, uh, it's and, and this is what I find odd is that, um, is that Trudeau, to remain in power, to the easiest, and I think this is what Boris has done, the, the, the way to remain in power the longest is at this moment in time to at least appear to be folding. Mm, yes. And I think yes. that's, that's, that's what Boris has politically got right at the moment. I think part of it with Boris could have been because of all the party yes. scandals and that Notice kind of thing. Notice how that's quietened down a little bit? Of course it has, yeah. Yep. Um, and Ukraine's a nice distraction for them now as well. Oh, Ukraine. I don't know. I don't know where to start with that. I, I don't know enough about it. Um, it's it's all pretty. It's I've all been pretty reading shocking. a fair amount. I'm not ready to discuss a, a, a lot of it on the podcast yet. Um, but in in general, it's it's complete nonsense. Everything everything you see reported in the corporate media um, is is complete nonsense, and it's it's nothing it's nothing like it's it what anyone is led to believe certainly not in terms of this you know massive danger and all this kind of stuff. I mean yeah I've, I've seen some videos of, of some attacks um, that seem you know would seem reasonably serious if you were there um, I, I tell you what I, I've got friends in Ukraine yeah um, so I need to speak to them and find out what's they'd be the best ones to find, find out, out what's actually what, happening I'm um, I'm right but you see I'm aware that what I do know is that the regions that we're talking about the Russian speaking regions of Ukraine yeah um, are persecuted by the rest of Ukraine. So there's been conflict happening oh, sure. within Ukraine for years and years. And so when the Russian speakers have an affinity with Russia and Putin's there going, hey, I got you back, yeah? Don't, don't attack them because they're Russian speaking. Then you can see how this type of conflict could arise. But the point is, what it is not is... Russia saying oh, we're going to have Ukraine. It's Russia trying to defend the the Russian speaking peoples of those of those. But this happened regions. a few years ago as well, didn't it? Do you remember? It's been happening for ages. The Russian build, even the Ukraine um, foreign minister said well, the build up happened a year and a half ago on the border, but only now are people talking about it. There's nothing nothing unusual. I think was the mm. term. There's nothing unusual about what's happening now. What's unusual is the Western corporate media all going, oh my God, Ukraine and Russia. Well, I think part of it is they want a distraction. They also want to look good. Someone like Macron wants to go over there and say, I'm going to go over there, I'm going to tell them not to invade. Look statement-like. Mysteriously, they don't invade because yes. they were never going to. Oh, that, yeah. was, that was me. That was Have me. Aren't I, aren't I amazing? Give me a Nobel Peace Prize. Have you seen the amount of trolling that the, that the Russians have done, though, based on all of that? Have you seen some of the stuff that they've been like tweeting out and, and, and press releasing and stuff? No, no. This is this proper official government Russian stuff. Now, like you must be aware of some of the stuff that the Russians have done over the past kind of ten years. Very much certainly in the Trump era, they they kind of took Trump's lead on on Twitter, mm. um, and and we're just just proper stuff. We're making slow hand clap stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, one one of the things was um, they put out, they properly put a press release out to all Western news agencies saying, "Can you please let us know when we're going to invade um, Ukraine? <laughs> <laughs> um, because we need to, you know, we need to make sure we're not on holiday that day." That's I mean, isn't that isn't that hilarious? Yeah, it's. I mean, I'm no I'm no I'm no fan of Russia, but that is that is good trolling. That's that's yeah, exa- exactly. No, I think I think you're right. I think it's 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 all for show. Um, I mean, I think I think they really want a war. The 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 Weffers, yeah. I think I think that they would like nothing more than a serious war. Not not least of which to try and you know cull the numbers again. This is you know a lot of this is about depopulation. Um, but it's just about control. If control doesn't work this way, if, if we're running out of the ways that we can control our populations with the virus, then we'll pivot to something else. But there does appear to be a kind of urgency 
would you say? This isn't, we'll wait another 10 years for the next thing, the next opportunity to, to push the totalitarianism a little bit further. It feels like they want to just race onto the next thing and then just try, just try and, we'll just try everything in like this, you know, few years. Yeah, because there's obviously there's net zero, isn't there? Of course, um, you know. That's, I mean, that's been rattling on for a while. There's a kind of yeah, but they're kind of they're kind of ramping it up, and they're you know it was not much talk of that in the last few weeks. It's mainly um, mainly Ukraine as, as the as the scare thing. I, I haven't heard much green propaganda in the last month. Probably not in the last month, but over the last year, there's, yes. been, there's been lots, and you know, obviously, there's talk about you know being carbon neutral by 2030 and other countries are saying oh that's nowhere near soon enough we need to do it by 2025 and it's just everyone's going to be everyone's going to be impoverished and i think that's possibly the plan that's the point isn't it yeah they want everyone reliant on the energy bills going up um look it's going to get it's going to get to the point now this is this is an interesting one because you can argue that they they want people to do this because um they don't want to um put the money in anymore to the energy sector as in for people to self-generate yeah uh, and as in stick solar panels on the roof of their house well yeah because you know, if, if you stick solar panels now you can't sell it back to the grid can you uh, no it's it's very complicated but um uh, they'll take it they'll take the energy for free but you they won't give you any money for it yeah but the cost of solar panels and the installations of them has just come down so with the energy costs the way they're going even the way they are the payback time on that investment is far shorter. It used to be that the only way to make it economically viable was the um, feed-in tariff, as they called it. Um, otherwise, it would be 10, 15, even longer number of years to get a payback. Mm. Now, I think it's it's much less than a than a decade now. Well, I'm, I've, I've been in the last week looking into this a little bit. I have you, because I've been off and on looking into it for the last couple of years. Not because in any way, shape or form, I think that it's an efficient technology or that even the production of these things is particularly environmentally friendly, but in order to get energy independence. Yeah, and just save money, save money in my bills. I'm, I'm going to be, yes. in, I'm going to be in, that, in that house for, you know, unless I win the lottery, in which case I'm not going to give I'm not a care. Flying. Yeah. Um, you know, but I'm, I'm going to be there pretty forever. Um, yep. So, you know, if, if I can get, if I can make, you know, have cheaper energy bills and, 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 and even if I only break even by the time I have to replace it, um, that would still be, in, in my mind, a good thing because I'm not just think, thinking about solar panels. I was thinking about getting one of those huge batteries on the side of the house yes. so that you can charge electricity uh, and keep, keep, the, ke- you know, keep, keep the battery. I mean, and, that's, and, battery technology has suddenly appeared. Mm. I think one of the reasons for that is because of the feed-in tariff. It's because now, well, why would you want to give it to the? Why would you want to give it back to the energy companies when you can store it yourself and use it yourself? But there are other things you can do with these batteries as well. So even even in the winter, and you'd have to be on the right sort of tariff. But what you can do is you can uh, take you can you can charge up the battery at night when it's cheaper, yes. and then use the electricity during the day when it's more expensive. They'll, they'll probably change that then. No, I'm, yeah, I'm sure they will. But, but there are other things as well. So like if there's, uh, with the Tesla one, um, you can, it, it's it's either Wi-Fi enabled or you can stick a little SIM card in it. It'll keep communicating. And if it, if it thinks there's a storm coming oh, and there might yes. be power cuts, it always keeps it fully charged. Yeah, you've watched the same uh, videos I have, I think. Cause it, the, the... Well, a friend of a friend has got one of these. Right. And... So I've been looking at people who've installed the Tesla batteries yes. specifically. Yes, yes. And they're not without difficulty, not in terms of getting it right. It's not an easy retrofit, I don't think. Um, and I have, I do, I do have a problem with um, with these large batteries. It's it's the the, the, the lithium, yeah, that, the mining, and the mi- yeah, because it's not just about because it's not just about carbon footprint, no, just mining no, and digging into the ground. It's got nothing to do with carbon footprint. Sure. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're fine. You're quite right. You're quite right for correcting me because it's it's carbon is is. No, this is about environmental damage. Yeah, of which carbon dioxide does nothing. So, yeah, that that's my problem. That 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 is why I've been um, equivocating on on this. Mm. But I so well carbon carbon doesn't doesn't do nothing. Um, it helps combat um, global warming. Well, and categorically, it's, and it's plant food. Mm. So what it's contributing to is a massive global mm. greening. But we could, there is, if, I mean, there could be the case at some stage where let's just say 
we are as a society as a, as a as a species producing far too much carbon dioxide we could make the world cooler yes and we and crops could die yeah right nowhere near anything no. like that happening but if you look at if you look at the ice cores from the arctic over the last 450,000 years we you know after you get the 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 the, the global warming you get these spikes of co2 and that brings the temperature down. We, we're due. We are due. Th- those people in the 60s and 70s were predicting um, a global cooling. Um, they were more on it mm. <laughs> than, than those predicting that we're all going to burn. Um, it's much, much more likely that, that we're heading for um, a cooling event. Which is, and that would, in our lifetime, that would be that would be terrible because crops die and people, people die. starve and people yeah and people die. You know, in 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 the medieval times, in the, the medieval warming period. I mean, how do you think people used to live in fucking castles? Right? <laughs> it's just you know it was just, it was warm. It was yep. warm. Um, it, you know, the Greenland Vikings used to farm on Greenland. Greenland. Yeah, <laughs> it was green. Yeah. So if you know if we could you know if 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 we could somehow let's say that carbon dioxide doesn't do what it doesn't actually cool the atmosphere but it increases it we should all be going out and buying land rovers and v8s and and trying because if, if we could if the global temperature could increase by degree fewer people would starve so the and fewer people would get hypothermia in the winter and the uh, carbon dioxide that we are putting back in I've revealed the whole sentence. We're putting it back into the atmosphere. Yeah? It it went from the atmosphere ultimately into the oil and gas that we're taking out of the ground. That that that's what happened. It it, it it's a cycle. It it came well, it, from it, there. Well in the it, first it place. goes back and forth. Yeah. So you know, the the it didn't just appear, you know, this is this is this is stuff that, that continues in that cycle. Yeah, it's 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 crazy. I mean, I I have this thing that I think, um, you know, the environmentalists who worry about um, carbon dioxide in the atmosphere are dumber than plants because plants don't worry about putting too much oxygen in the atmosphere. You know, they're just yeah. it's 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 such a nonsense. Well, it's because it doesn't it doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to make sense. It's it's pure politics. All they're doing is they want to bring in their. Marxism or their technocratic fascism or or, or any combination of totalitarianism. Uh, they, so ju- that, they, they, they just want control, whether that's yep. fascism or communism they or whatever. They don't care. They don't care about the means. No, exactly. Uh, they just they just they just want to do that. Um, I want to bring up another couple of things that have happened in the last uh, week or so. Um, so you've seen the Scottish government have stopped publishing a load of data because it could be misinterpreted. No, this is COVID stuff again. It could be interpreted, <laughs> is what is what they mean. Yes, but the CDC have done the same thing. Have they? The CDC. I'm going to quote you this one. This is brilliant. The CDC have confirmed the same thing. They've, they've, they've it was it was about it was about vaccine deaths, wasn't it, or va- or yellow cards or something like that. The data. Speaking of the data, they might be misinterpreted as the vaccines being ineffective. <laughs> That's why they haven't published these data. Again, not what you're saying there is that they've been read correctly. Yes, so they can't. You can't have that now. You can't have that now. So now we're in a we're in an information restricting. It's only going to be modelled now. It's only about models because models have worked so well for us, and we're not going to tell you how we reached our models. I'm well, still I, waiting I, for the first document. I, I saw I saw some of these official figures from uh, from from Britain or, or England. I think it wouldn't have been Scotland, um, and they were all. It was all about the the, you know, the yellow cards and accidents and that kind of thing. Yeah. And it was this huge long page that was really unwieldy and difficult to get information from. Right. But it was mentioning things like, you know, myocarditis, pericarditis, all this kind of stuff. But in every section, it had just this word salad of about. You can't about, possibly do this with this data. Well, no, but it, it was just about how you know how how they're safe and effective, and these are very very rare, and you shouldn't worry. And we all the experts still think blah blah blah. blah. And then you, you finally, if you if you spend enough time, you can get you can get to the data, and then it kind of moves on to the next section. Right, and it's just you see, you see, so I, the data's there, but it's really difficult to get hold of. So these um uh these these numbers, I mean, a lot of the numbers we're talking about here are. 
you know, cases by group, by whether it's by age or by vaccination mm-hmm. status or, or whatever, or, or, and deaths and hospitalizations. Yeah, that's the kind of stuff we're talking about, isn't it? Um, what I what I've um, what I've observed is just just the fact that now that the data doesn't support the conclusions they want, that they're either completely removing it and we we brought this up months ago about them graying out the columns mm. and putting all these little asterisks with notes and things on there saying well, you, you can't do that with the data only that's exactly what they did with the data the things the things that we're doing with the data you know impartial observers such as ourselves is exactly what they did to interpret the very notion of safe and effective with the alleged vaccines and so it's like they're quite happy when the data is in is supporting their side of the argument. But as soon as it doesn't, caveat it, remove it, you know, all of it. Have you seen that. the data around vaccinating kids? I don't, I don't want to. Well, so the, aside from... We, when we say kids first, are we talking still just under 18s or are you talking uh, about like under 5s? 5 to 11, I think. Right. I think it was 5 to 11. Um, so aside from all the, you know, the, the myocarditis, pericarditis, all these other kind of issues, yeah. the figure was something like you had to vaccinate so many million kids oh. in order to save one kid from one day in intensive care. And with the number of children there are in England, if you vaccinated them all, you would save two, day, two days of intensive care. So it's not like you're even stopping them from dying. What happen, What what happens yeah. is they go in intensive care and they come out a couple of days later. So it's just absolutely not worth it. Aside, aside from all the other risks and all the other things that can that can happen. Yeah. Well, I mean, if, yeah. As you've done there, you you can't exclude those things, obviously. Um, but even then, I think that that data is is still going to be flawed. Oh, of course. Oh, and you know, go, but even by their going, own standards. Yeah. Going going you know going back to that um, sort of podcast that I did go and listen to. Um, which I really, I really enjoyed because we were only four months in. So this was real maskism has never been tried. This yeah, right I listened to when, a bit of that. This was right when masks were about to come in, where you made your, well, I consider to be famous prediction they'd be gone by October. <laughs> um, but we got a lot right. We got a lot right. And we were bored of it then. Well, in, in, the, in the one I listened to, which was the first kind of COVID one, we were, we were yeah. saying, look, we're forced into this because it's the only game in town. Um, but we're already fed up of, of, of listening to it. Yeah. Um, and, and I kind of said, which is, because you mentioned, you said, look, I'm already bored of this. I'm like, well, so we're now adding to it. And we were, we were kind of thinking, we tried to do, avoid do, it. Do we, you know, should we spend time on this or not? Obviously, we had to, but. In ju- right. So this. And that would, have been, felt, that would have been March. Right, so it felt late when we were recording it because we didn't know how long it was going to be. We just assumed it was going to be over quicker. In July 2020, not 2021, in July 2020, I predicted that people would be self-isolating with the sniffles. And that, I mean, that, that is such a good prediction. You, you didn't, no, you didn't go far enough. People have been self-isolating with nothing. With nothing at all. With yes. nothing. Yeah. So well, e- even what seemed to be yes. a, an outlandish prediction yes. wasn't as stupid yes. as some as people reality. have been. Yeah. Yeah. One thing I did predict, and there's still time, because <laughs> I predicted it would happen within this parliament. So we're still within this five-year parliament in the UK. Okay, 2024. December. December 2024, if it doesn't happened before then is when they apparently got to have an election um i predicted that that this in this parliament the government would nationalize something and they haven't yet to my knowledge and i didn't and i felt like i even qualified it and not just some railway I think I said. <laughs> um, because this is about leading on from from furlough and from the- i can see them creating an energy company or something like that and then slowly creating one not bringing one into public ownership I'm, I'm not sure i'm not sure i mean it would be easier for them to you know to just to just nationalize british gas or something again um i don't i don't quite know how they do that but then I, I can see them i can see them doing that and then making the restrictions so bad and having regulations so awful that nobody else can stay in business. Yes. And suddenly, because energy companies are going under as it is. Yes. Um, and prices are going up. And prices are going up. So what's going to what's going to happen is that oh yeah okay no no don't worry the government yes. will sort it out. I, no, the I think you're bang will on. Sort it out. I think you're bang on. And I wasn't 
specifically predicting energy companies when I said it. Um, you know, I only excluded railways because <laughs> just because they've done it already. Even even the Conservative government has nationalised a railway, so it's not exactly outlandish. But a Conservative government nationalising the energy industry, I mean, that would be a, that would be a step, wouldn't I, it? I don't think they will. I don't think there's enough time for them to nationalise the energy industry, but I think they'll take steps. And if and and, and they, they will, as in I might be off by a few years. Yeah, but but, but, but they'll but they'll they'll be they'll be some kind of nationalised energy net, company and increased net regulation. Net net yeah, zero, sure. and the supposed climate change movement mm. means that energy has got to be top of the list, mm. hasn't it? So yeah, we need to we need to get we need to get our solar panels. I oh, know I don't. don't like, I, I don't just like don't that, want yeah. to be that guy. I know. Right, but literally, I don't know if you saw, um, well, probably not because it was dark, uh, House Across the Road uh, literally had them installed this week. Right. Um, scaffolding went up, installed the next day. Um, actually, they don't look like solar panels. I mean, they, it looks like a solar panel installation, but it looks like it's not finished because they don't have that characteristic cell shape on them. Right. They're just dark grey. And so I assumed this was just like the base plate and they're going to come in and put the panels on top but no so it's still they don't you know i've been waiting i've been waiting for elon musk's tiles you know what, what how, make it look like the roof doesn't have solar panels on mm. make them into tiles for god's sake um i'd be much more interested in that but um uh so same same house as this but without all the extensions on it so it is a smaller footprint uh but it's a you know four bed house um and um, it's costing them seven and a half grand. Right. So the prices have come down a lot, and that includes having some batteries. They they're having batteries down. They haven't mentioned Tesla or anything like that, but that includes battery storage. Um, and they're saying they're gonna you know that they'll current energy prices. And that's the reason they're doing it. It's just because the energy prices keep going up. Current energy prices. Um, they reckon they'll they'll pay for that um, in just a few years. Wow. Um, and that's that. That's interesting to me. I mean, I just bought a generator. Well, you know. so so you know, part of the reason um, is obviously to to stay going. Um, yeah, you know, I, if, I in think a power car. I mean, you and you and I we're going to get fine. power cuts this year. Yeah, I mean, we'll we'll, we'll be we'll be fine. Yeah, uh, because we've got generators, but only if it's a a power cut of like less than a day. Yeah, uh, because I don't I don't really want to be running a generator. Days yeah, on end. overnight or, or or days on end. Uh, well, you probably noise. wouldn't run it overnight. You'd. You know, you're you're gonna run it in bursts, aren't you? To just keep the fridge going and mm. all this kind of stuff, and you know, but but yeah, you're right. But it's if, you not have, long if, you have, if you have a battery that lasts days potentially, and and you know, um, can take yeah. power because even even in the winter, you get you know, the, the, you get a bit of a bit where's of. My, where's my small nuclear reactor? This is this Little is British case nuclear. Yeah, I know, I know. Should be not British gas. Should be British plutonium. That's what we should. <laughs> what we should have this is this is the problem we're we're, we're nowhere near where we should be technologically with with this kind of stuff this is what this is what gets me about um but you don't even need you don't even need your your briefcase you just need more nuclear power stations yeah and far far, smaller far cleaner far safer a safe safety okay solar panels solar energy this is is what i said i said to caroline as soon as i saw them up on the scaffolding far deadly i was like you keep an eye on them because stick a couple anyone, of mattresses underneath. If anyone, if anyone's going to die, it's going to be those guys now from an energy installation. Yeah, I love that stat. That oh. stat. I've, I mean, I've known it for literally years. More people die in the in, for, due to solar power than in any of the other in nuclear, in in coal, or even in the mining of any of this stuff. And it's people falling off roofs. Mm. It's fantastic. It's not. Well, it's not fantastic. So I don't. I don't want to contribute to the potential deaths of people installing my solar panels. No, but I'm. I'm not doing it myself. I'm gonna. You don't yeah. think we should give it a go? No, no, I don't think so. It's no. too risky. I, I, I don't see. I don't see why I should take an unnecessary risk. I don't know. I've never. I've never really been on a roof. I don't know how slippy they are. My neighbour. My neighbour, who's a builder, he's like in his sixties. He's always legging it up and down, replacing it over. Yeah, he'll, and he'll. You'll see him like I running. Went up on, I went off on your roof to remove those cables. Yeah, precisely. You went up on my roof. <laughs> <laughs> I stood underneath with a cup of tea, filming it in case you fell off. 
That's true. We have we have the evidence that I did not the full on that I was cat like. Yeah. On your roof. So my my neighbour in his in his sixties will be you know. You only got a bungalow. I'm not going to die falling off of your roof. No, but you could you could you could break your legs. <laughs> break you break your legs. What? Just falling off a bungalow roof. You don't think you fall awkwardly? You're gonna you're gonna you're gonna break not bones. That, not from that height. Yeah, no, not break legs. Oh, I don't know. You've, you've... You'd have to like land on your knees or something. No, I think if you if you just landed awkwardly, you could. I mean, I landed awkwardly off my bike, which is you know from yeah, a meter. Getting, yeah, but you're getting old. <laughs> <laughs> and I broke and I broke my hand. You know, you just have to land at the, at the wrong at the wrong angle. I'll install your solar panels for you. Okay, all right, deal. <laughs> <laughs> Are you insured? <laughs> If you've enjoyed this edition of Sounding Board, make sure you subscribe on your favourite podcast platform and visit soundingboard.com to see all our audio recordings, videos and blogs. We don't want your money, but you can support Sounding Board by giving us a great review and sharing us with the people you know. If you have an idea for a topic of conversation, why not join us in our Telegram channel at t.me forward slash soundingboard. See you next time.